What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the Mind Over Macros podcast. I'm your host, Mike Milner, and I appreciate you guys tuning in and helping the show grow. It's been awesome to see the consistent growth in numbers, and I really appreciate it. And as always, the only way that I know how to make the show grow is for you guys to give me a five-star rating and review on iTunes and to share it on Instagram. So take a screenshot if you're listening, post it to your stories, tag me at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. With this episode, there was a really cool conversation going on in our Neurotype Transformation Challenge group, and I just it got me thinking, and I wanted to share um, just my thoughts on that whole conversation, and it was about the different mindset or challenges when it comes to mindset with each different neurotype. If you are somebody who is not familiar with neurotyping, I would highly recommend going back and listening to some of the earlier episodes about personality profiling, um, going to my website, reading about the neurotypes so you kind of have a basis um, to understand what each personality profile is and you know what that means, what that looks like from training, nutrition, and lifestyle standpoint because that will really help you understand the mindset around each type rather than going through Uh, and explaining all of that in an episode which I've already done. Uh, So basically, this episode, we're going to talk about the mindset and and some struggles and some potential struggles for each neurotype. So when we think about like a type 1A, we know that type 1As are very extroverted. They're very competitive. Uh, You know, they like to outwork you. They like to argue. They have a hard time with authority. So when we're thinking about a type 1A and the mindset struggles that they might encounter when it comes to their nutrition, fitness, training plan, uh, first of all, they need an early buy-in. So they have to see results very quickly, which means that, you know, a, a challenge for them is patience. So if they, you know, getting that that long-term buy-in for a type 1A, we have to show them quick results. Otherwise, you know, because they have a hard time with authority, because they're competitive, they like to win. If things don't happen quickly, they will bail and they think, you know, oh, why am I going to sit around and listen to this person? Why am I going to do this when, you know, I can find something better that's actually going to get me the result that I want? Um, when it comes to nutrition, the interesting thing about type 1As is that they tend to gravitate towards less quality food choices and not even something that they do consciously. It's just kind of their default. Uh, You know, again, it's like something that with their personality type, they tend to do more processed foods or just like quick and easy options without really considering quality. Again, not because, you know, for any other reason than that's just in their nature. Um, That's just kind of their default. So making them aware of that Uh, can be super helpful Uh, when it comes to like training and just general lifestyle considerations with their mindset like they will outwork anybody they constantly you know they're competitive they like to go and go hard so we have to also factor in recovery we also you know we know that type 1a's will burn the candle at both ends they will do anything to win and so we have to keep that in mind. That's a big, you know, mindset hurdle to to overcome the fact that you know sometimes we have to dial back. Um, they, you know, they like to argue. They like to be right. Um, so you know, not just telling them what to do, uh, and, and you know, you just have to kind of finesse that situation 
to get them to buy in and get them to follow the plan. Um, type one A's actually are great at following a plan. They will, you know, when it, when you think about it from, from a sports standpoint, they're great system players. Like they can follow a system and they will just grind it out and out hustle and outwork you. Uh, but you know, there, there's a time where that becomes detrimental if you're doing too much and you're constantly overextending yourself and just trying to grind all the time. Right. So from from a lifestyle standpoint, you know, we want to make sure that we're monitoring recovery in all areas. So remember that recovery is not just from training. Recovery means from all stressors in your life, which with type one A's, you know, they can, you know, sometimes just burn the candle at both ends. They can just push um, that that turbo button too many times and and try and um, do too much because they want to, you know, they want to see results. They want to win and so we have to keep that in mind. And then when we talk about type 1Bs, there are some similarities. So, you know, the competitive nature is definitely there for a type 1B. Although with a type 1A, if they do lose, it will totally wreck them. It will ruin their day and possibly their week. Um, so, you know, if, you ever, if you've ever met a type 1A who's like a diehard sports fan um, and their team loses, it will ruin their whole week. Uh, so uh, with a type 1B, they're not as competitive but they are great at multitasking and they, they handle, um, you know, a lot of different things. So, you know, they're not going to be, uh, when we talked about a type one, a, they'll burn the candle at both ends, the type one B they'll more overextend themselves. So they feel like they can do so much. They can, you know, take on so many different tasks and they're really good at that, but it can also be, you know, a gift and a curse. So it can be something that causes them to um, overbook themselves, you know, in their in their life, in their day to day life. Or it can be something where they just try and do too much from a training standpoint, like they want to do, you know, seven different things and, you know, take on every different training modality and can overextend themselves that way, uh, which again, we also have to think about recovery type one B's. Uh, they they feel like they can, you know, do things on their own. So if you don't show them that your way is going to be effective and efficient for them, they'll do it on their own. They feel very confident in their abilities. So getting that early buy-in is important for a 1B as well. They need to see you know, a result. They need to see a result quickly. Otherwise, they're going to be like, well, fuck it. I can do this myself and I can do it better. Um, so you know, getting that early buy-in, uh, getting them to, you know, they're, they're the least patient of the neurotypes. So, you know, that plays a big role when it comes to mindset. Um, again, from, you know, just showing them some success, whether it be through nutrition, through training, uh, through lifestyle protocols, uh, we, they have to feel like what they're doing is working. And so otherwise they'll feel like, you know, I can do this myself. Uh, and then, you know, with their food choices, um, they'll typically be a little bit better than a type 1A, but they can also, they, they feel very, almost like untouchable. So they're very resilient. Um, and that can also be a good thing, but it can, you know, sometimes lead to just not really caring about what they're eating. Um, and it's, and it's more of just, it, it's not necessarily like they think they're, they're so good that they don't have to pay attention to nutrition. It's just more of a confidence thing and just kind of like a, you know, I got this, I don't really need uh, help in this area or, um, you know, just it can tend to be something where they'll, they'll gravitate towards less quality foods or not even, you know, want to tackle any sort of nutrition protocol. 
um, which can happen. Uh, not for all one Bs, but you know that can be something that with their personality can can show up from a mindset standpoint. Um, but definitely, you know the the multitasking, the overextending themselves, and kind of overbooking themselves in their day to day lives. And just feeling like they can do a million different things at once, which can impact recovery and can lead to, you know, some some additional stress. And then obviously getting the early buy in because they're super impatient. They are competitive. And so um, that's important for a one B as well. When we talk about the two A's. The two A's from a mindset standpoint, uh, two A's are people pleasers. So and they also have FOMO which means that two A's will likely do a lot of things that they don't really want to do. So that don't necessarily align with their goals just because they think that, you know, the people that they're with, that it's going to make them happy or they're trying to please, you know, a mentor or a coach or a friend or a family member, um, or, you know, they're, they're doing something just out of fear of missing out. And it doesn't even have to be something that they really want to do. Uh, which from a mindset standpoint, if, if you're doing those things and they don't align with your goals, um, that can be a challenge because, you know, two A's really want to just every, they want everybody to like them. They want to fit in. Um, so they want to, you know, just, they kind of go along with what everyone else is doing. And sometimes if you're not in the right environment or with the right people, that can certainly be a challenge. Um, when it comes to nutrition, uh, type 2As are definitely sugar bugs. So, you know, that's something to be mindful of when you're talking about food quality. Um, and then, you know, looking at it from a variety standpoint, 2As thrive on variety. So when you're looking at the training plan, when you're looking at nutrition, when you're looking at just, you know, day-to-day life, um, they, they like to keep things fresh. They like to switch it up. And that can be good if we, you know, understand that and we program accordingly, but it can also be detrimental if, you know, we're constantly program hopping and not really seeing things through, which is typical of a 2A. So a type 2A will kind of like get enthralled by something and go all in on it and then just kind of move to the next thing. And so like, they have the ability to be super motivated and like, okay, I want to do this. I'm all in, let's do this. And then they kind of jump in and get after it for a while. And it's like, all right, I'm done with this onto the next thing. And they'll get, you know, enthralled by something else, um, which can, you know, impact results if they're not seeing things through. So we have to kind of program in that, that variety, but in a way that allows them to make progress. Um, So when it comes to a type two B, uh, one one other thing about a two A is, uh, you know, because they have low adrenaline at rest, they have uh, you know less confidence at rest, and so they will definitely experience more negative self talk if they're not doing something that if adrenaline is kept low for a long period of time. So like two rest days in a row can be really bad for a type 2a it will leave them in that state of low adrenaline for too long and they'll start to kind of pick themselves apart Uh, so just something to be mindful of for a type 2b's remember type 2b's are emotional they are um, you know all about feel and emotion so uh, they can they're the most prone to you know eating their emotions basically and so you know binge eating is something to be uh you know mindful of with the type 2b they are also people pleasers um and they're more of like 
they'll zero in on one person who they admire, like a mentor, and just you know do everything for that person. Um, but it also makes them a little bit more vulnerable. They have a little bit higher anxiety. Um, the type two Bs will literally like pour all of themselves into a relationship, but it leaves them susceptible to you know being heartbroken or having expectations about people that aren't met, so they can be disappointed, and and you know that um, puts them in a more emotional state where they'll just kind of, you know, go into a dark place and, um, you know, it's sometimes it's difficult to pull yourself out of that. Uh, so that's something for type two B to be mindful of is letting your emotions get the best of you or, you know, making decisions purely based on emotion and not being able to step back and think about things logically. Uh, so, you know, sometimes blowing things out of proportion, um, or feeling like, you know, the current feelings are going to be what you're experiencing forever. And and that's a common thing, especially with a type 2B is like when, when they're feeling down or they're feeling, you know, just unhappy or whatever the case may be, that they feel like that state is going to be their forever state. Uh, and, you know, not understanding that, you know, even though logically we know that emotions come and go, but when we're in it, sometimes it's hard to, you know, understand that the, that's going to pass, uh, especially with a type 2B who is, you know, our emotional of the neurotypes. Uh, so when it comes to um, the just day-to-day lifestyle stuff for a 2B, things to be mindful of is just, you know, understanding and, and, and being aware of when you're more emotional, when anxiety is a little bit higher, when you're kind of falling into that negative feedback loop, um, and, you know, maybe stress is a little bit higher, and just really having practices in place to um, you know, to manage stress, to, you know, put yourself in the present moment, to express gratitude. And those self-care practices are so important for a type 2B. Um, and so then finally, we're going to wrap up with the type 3s from a mindset perspective. Um, type 3s are, you know, planners. So one of the things that we have to be careful of is when something doesn't go according to plan. Um, that can cause anxiety. That can cause stress. If they don't know things in advance, um, they like to be very kind of black and white with data. And that can be, you know, a good thing because they'll follow a plan to a T, but it can also be a negative. Sometimes, you know, we, we need a little bit of variety. We need things to kind of change on the spot and be able to adapt on the fly um, without allowing something like a last minute, you know, work meeting or a last minute travel plans or somebody wants to go out for eat to eat the last minute, then, you know, we don't want that to throw us off our game like, oh, well, I didn't plan for this. So how am I going to overcome it? So that can be a challenge for a type three. Um, Also, when you live just by the data, sometimes we tend to ignore what our bodies are telling us. So type threes, like if they're following a macro plan, um, they can hit their numbers and have no problem with that. But, you know, sometimes that's at the cost of what your body's telling you. So they might, you know, hit their numbers, even though their, you know, cravings are crazy high and hunger has been crazy high all week, but they're just, you know, following the macros because it's in the plan. And so they're going to stick with that. Um, And then also from a training perspective, uh, you know, if they have a set percentage that they're lifting, and they're going to stick to that no matter what, even if they feel great and could actually lift heavier. Um, and again, these are just potential mindset issues that that we have to consider. Um, you know, type threes definitely have have that anxiety. And so we just 
want to be mindful of it. They like to plan. So we want to be able to, uh, you know, provide them with a plan as much as possible, but also help them deal with situations when things won't go according to plan and have systems in place for how to handle that. So, you know, obviously we can't predict everything, but having systems and protocols in place for, you know, stuff that we do experience and then just using that information to help them the next time and, you know, understanding that we're just adding tools to our arsenal to overcome certain challenges uh, with each neurotype. And that's really, you know, the main thing about all of this, why any of it matters. It's really about self-awareness. It's really about understanding ourselves better um, and, and understanding how our personality impacts our results and how we can use that information to kind of optimize and evolve as humans and just, you know, be better as a result. Um, it doesn't really matter what your goals are. Um, creating more self-awareness and knowing yourself better, it literally improves every single area of your of your life. It improves your relationships. It improves your fitness. Um, it improves your business, you know, your your career, whatever it is that you're you're doing in day to day life. Like it literally impacts everything, our personalities and, you know, kind of the way that we're wired. Uh, we don't often think about that as uh, the most important factor when it comes to results, but it truly is. It impacts, you know, our ability to stick to a plan. It impacts what plan is going to be the best fit for us. It impacts our training, our nutrition, our lifestyle, um, you know, our relationships, everything. So my goal with this episode is is just to, you know, provide a few different scenarios where certain mindset challenges might come up. And it is just to create awareness around it. It's not to make anybody feel bad about their neurotype. Sometimes, you know, people take the assessment and they're like, oh, I got, you know, I was a type 2B and, you know, it sounds like some of the other neurotypes are better and like there is no better or worse. Every neurotype has strengths and every neurotype has weaknesses. And again, it's having that awareness around those strengths and weaknesses that allows you to make progress that allows you to improve um, and and get the result that you're wanting that you want. So if you find this helpful, please do me a favor and hit me up on Instagram or just you know screen grab it and post it to your stories and tag me. And again, if you can leave me a five star rating and review on iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys very soon. <laughs>